Welcome to the Avail Leadership Podcast, where our goal is to help you take your leadership to the next level. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're jumping into a conversation with Eric Petrie regarding his new book, Limitless, Defy the Ordinary. Eric is the senior pastor of CityGate Church in Ohio and has a heart for God, a passion for people, and a mission to connect the two in a powerful way. Lean in as Eric helps us understand what it means to live limitless. Let's get started. Pastor Eric Petrie, it is a pleasure and an honor to spend a little bit of time with you. How are you feeling today, my friend? I'm doing very well, sir, and uh, thank you. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> we are so excited to, to just connect with you, Pastor Eric. Um, you know, every time we do these live calls, it, it's, it's always a combination of, of some people who know who you are. They're connected with you. Probably a few members of your church are connecting as well. But there's always some people that are getting to know who you are, uh, Pastor Eric. And I would love if you take a few moments and maybe share a little bit about, about you, about your, your family, your ministry, and, and where you are right now. Yeah, so I've been the pastor of CityGate Church now going on 14 years, and the church that I pastor uh, was actually pastored by my father for 40 years, so I kind of followed in my dad's footsteps and born and raised here in Cincinnati, Ohio. I just, I love the city of Cincinnati, and I love uh, the cities that surround it. God has put us in a wonderful place, and, you know, this was always my heart to raise up a multi-ethnic church. And here in the city of Cincinnati, about six years ago, Cincinnati was ranked the third most racist city in America. Wow! And so you don't find a lot of diversity, especially in the church. But I knew God had called us to raise up a church that looks like heaven. And today, I'm telling you, if you, if you just come to one of our services and look around, it looks like heaven. It's every nation, kindred, creed, and tongue. And it's just so exciting that God's allowing us to do this. Man, I love that, Pastor Eric. And, and, and even just hearing from you right now, it seems like we have a lot in common. I'm also a pastor's kid and, and uh, took over for the church that, that my father pastored for about 20 years. And, and I love that because I think, I think sometimes people don't realize that, that is a, that's a big transition, right? Uh, that's an important transition. And um, I, I, we, we could probably do a whole, uh, a whole live call just on that topic. Uh, so let, let yes. me... Let's kick into Limitless, okay? So this is this is uh, your new book. Does it feel like does it feel like a, like a new baby has been born? I mean, this is a big project having a book coming out. <laughs> Talk to us about Limitless, Defy the Ordinary. Talk to us about how this came about. You know what's in your heart about it, and then we'll then we're gonna kind of go in some Q and A. And by the way, if you're on right now and you have some questions as we begin this conversation about Limitless, make sure you use the Q and A tab uh, uh, there that you can uh, put a question in, and as many questions as we can get to, we're gonna try to do that. Pastor Eric, well, you know the heart of the book is, and especially the year we just came out of uh, with the pandemic and everything going on in our world, it seems like every time you turn around. It's another limit. It's a new limit. Yeah. And what I'm seeing is, is that people are just being weighed down by the limits that are being placed on their life. But there are people that have been living with limits far before pandemic showed up. Uh, limits in their future, limits in their dreams, limits in what they feel is their opportunities, maybe limits in their family. And so the heart of this book is that God has destined you to live a limitless life. There's one uh, verse we say around here, Ephesians 3.20, now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you could ever ask or even think. 
And the reason that impacts me so much is that's the heart of our God. He's a limitless God. And we're created in his image and likeness, so he wants us to live limitless. There's a actually a verse in the Old Testament, and it says that the children of Israel limited God. And it actually says that this upset God or angered him. And here's why I looked up the word limited in that verse. It says, or it says that they they limited God, they put restraints on God and what he could do. And the last thing you want to do is put restraints on God and what he's able to do. So I just dare people, defy the ordinary. If you're ordinary, you know, you just blend in. And there's nothing that stands out about your life. You live, you die, and you never made a mark. But I want to challenge people, defy the ordinary, live an unusual life, make your mark, live limitless. I love that. You know, it's, I think as you were, as you were kind of starting off, I think it's so true. I think, I think it's easy to use the excuse right now of COVID, but it's, this is from before. I mean, even before COVID, even if COVID wasn't in the picture, there's so much in our, in our, um, in our culture, in our society, you know, in ourselves that really can hold us back. Why, why, man, there's so much I want to get into here, but, but why, Pastor, why do you think it is? Why do you think it is that so many people never reach their full potential. I mean, I mean, the things that God can, I mean, you just read the, the verse in Ephesians. Why, why, what do you think are some of the obstacles that are kind of inhibiting from people really embracing and believing limitless? Well, I think predictable is comfortable. Uh-huh. And as long as I can predict what's going to happen, I find comfort in knowing what's going to happen. When you begin to live limitless, you can't predict what's going to happen. A, a wonderful pastor, he's, you know, a legend, is Pastor Tommy Barnett. And he told me one time, I said, Pastor, what would you tell yourself if you could go back and tell yourself one thing? And he said to me, I would dream bigger dreams and take bigger risks. Now, wow. if you know anything about his ministry, this guy is limitless. But his word to himself was, take bigger risks. Risks is not comfortable. Living a risky life is not a predictable life. But what I've learned is God, all through the word of God, all through the Bible, he's attracted to the risky. It's like wherever there's a person who dares to take the limits off, who dares to do something that's risky and defy the ordinary, God just shows up. Whether it's Moses at the Red Sea or Joshua walking around the walls of Jericho or three Hebrew boys about to go into a fiery furnace saying, hey, whether God delivers delivers us or not, we don't know. All we can say is we will not bow. And they went into the furnace and God met them in the furnace because God's attracted to the risky. So if I can see that all through the Bible, then why wouldn't I live my life dreaming big dreams and taking big risks, knowing that God's going to show up in my life? (laughs) That's so good. You know, it's so true. I mean, even when I think about, when I think about church and ministry, you know, there's always certain people that just kind of capture your attention. And, and usually people that capture your attention, it's because they're, they're stepping out. They're, they're willing to, to do some things that other people aren't willing to do. Um, I love this. For, for anybody who just kind of joined us in the last couple minutes, we are speaking to Pastor Eric Petrie, and we're talking about his book, his new book, Limitless, Defy the Ordinary. Love the book. Love the concept. By the way, a few people have already mentioned in the chat, 
read the book, Pastor Eric, amazing. It's fantastic. This is from Josh. Um, so, so I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about a few of the titles, Pastor Eric, because I always I always love to go look at the titles of the chapters, a few of the chapter titles. Um, go fly a kite. Can you talk to me a little bit about about because a lot of things come to my mind when I hear that phrase, right? Go fly a kite. Talk to me about that. Well, usually if somebody tells you to go fly a kite, what they're telling you is get lost. <laughs> but then I watched this movie. I have a daughter and uh, I sat down with her one day. We sat down as a family. We watched a movie called Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that movie, there's this fantastic song where they all sing, go fly a kite. And what it was talking about is dreams. And as a kid, I was always fascinated by flight, anything in the sky. I'm just fascinated with it. And and so I was, I was teaching my daughter how to fly a kite. And I actually looked up and there's actually, believe it or not, steps online on how to fly wow. a kite. And so I just began to take those steps and realize, you know what, if this applies to a kite, it can apply to a dream. And a couple of the things that stood out to me is that if you don't have a dream, get around somebody that has one and mm. you'll find your own. It's kind of like a kid in the park watching another kid fly a kite. Maybe they weren't interested at first, but once they see all the fun that kid's having, they want their own kite. It's the same way when you hang around dreamers. If you don't have a dream for your own life, find you somebody that has a dream, and it won't be long until you get your own dream. Another thing that it talked about in these steps of how to fly a kite is you don't fly your kite with the wind. You fly your kite against the wind. Kites have to have resistance to go higher. It's the same with airplanes. Airplanes don't take off with the wind. They take off against the wind. And a lot of times we feel like whenever we start dreaming and we start taking those risks and living a risky life, we're going to encounter some resistance. And we think, hold on, you know, God must not be in this. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have taken this step because now all this resistance is coming against my life. No, it's coming against you because you're about to elevate to a whole nother level. You know, you know, it's funny that you just mentioned that because I was just talking to to my staff team this morning, and right, you know, right now as we're doing this, we're getting we're preparing for Easter, right? We're all preparing for Easter this Sunday, and I told everybody as we were finishing, I said, you know, one more thing: expect resistance. You know, there's great things that yes. are going to happen this Sunday or this weekend. There's a there's salvation. There's there's great kingdom impact, but. The one thing that we need to be aware of is that there will be resistance on the, so let's be ready. Let's be prepared for it, but it's a good thing because we're going to go even higher. Um, you, talking about dreamers, can, can, do you have, do you have some examples? Did you get around some dreamers? I mean, are you a dreamer? You know, was there somebody who who played that role for you that you watched him or her, you know, fly a kite and you like, I want to do that. I want to learn how to do that. Can you talk to us about that? Cause I think that's something that as, as pastors and as leaders, we really, we really got to look out and, and, and see people who, who are maybe a few steps ahead of us. You know what? I've always tried to surround myself with people who are where I want to be. I never get satisfied um, just living ordinary, living mediocre. I want to find somebody who's dreaming big dreams, taking those big risks. One pastor told me, they said, Eric, they said, a mind once stretched never goes back to its original size. So I want to get around people who are stretching my dreams, who are stretching what I believe is possible, who are stretching my ideas and stretching my vision. Because I'm never going to be the same after one conversation with them. Uh, I've paid for myself to fly all over the country just for 15 minutes to sit with some of the greatest dreamers in America and just ask them the question, what would you tell yourself? And some of the things that they've shared with me, it's just inspired me. 
It's caused me to live up to a higher level. And uh, yeah, I think it's really important to find yourself people who are where you want to go. That's so good. That's great advice. And, and the truth is, the truth is, I, there's people that that are where we want to get. Um, we're talking today about the book Limitless, everybody. If you just joined, we're talking with Pastor Eric Petrie, uh, pastor and author of Limitless Defy the Ordinary. And I love that subtitle because I think it's easy to fall in the zone of ordinary if we're not intentional. Um, there's another chapter title from your book that caught my attention. It might be because I kind of grew up in the 80s and 90s, but Flux Capacity. This is another title that <laughs> catches my attention. The first person I think of is Doc, right? And Marty McFly from, from Back to the Future. Talk to us about Flux Capacity. Talk to us a little bit about the heart of that chapter. Well, you know, I am a kid of the 80s and I love anything 80s. And 80s was such a decade of um, advancement in technology. And even in the movies, you can see more and more technology making its way into the movies. And of course, we've all seen that DeLorean. We've seen the time machine. And when it hits 88 miles an hour, and it's, it's, it's got to have the power in the flux capacity, at flux capacitor. And I begin to think about that last word. What if it was capacity? What if the only thing that's holding me back from advancing into my future is my capacity? And I actually looked it up, and believe it or not, the phrase flux capacity is online. And it's, it's a, there's a definition for it. There's a meaning to it. And it's your ability to grow and change. You know, a lot of us, uh, we get frustrated because we don't have more. But really, the question is, could you handle any more? You know, what is a normal day to me might crush somebody else. And what's a normal day to me might feel like nothing's happening to somebody else. It all depends on their capacity. So before we get angry at God because God's not giving more, we got to check our capacity of can we handle any more? The people that are growing, the people that are advancing, the people that are leaping out of the ordinary and truly becoming unusual and making their mark are people that have stretched their capacity yeah. and said, okay, we're ready for more. There's a reason that somebody struggles to check in at nine and work till five and doing that five days a week just wears them out. But yet there's another person who can start three different businesses, run all three different businesses and advance and become super successful because there's, it's not an issue of talent. It's not always an issue of ability. A lot of times it's just an issue of capacity. All right. So I want to, I want to push a little deeper here on this, on this uh, rabbit trail, by the way, for all the, those of you who are connected right now, uh, watching and listening into this live call, um, if you want to chime in with a question, you can use the Q and A tab on the bottom there of the of the Zoom, and you can you can type your question. We're going to do our best to try to get to those questions. So, um, I want to ask a question, Pastor Eric, regarding capacity, and you know you, you've been pastoring your your great leader, you're pastoring an amazing church. How do how do you help? the people that you're leading increase their capacity? Because it's one thing to say, I want to keep my capacity growing, but it's clear that as leaders, especially those of us who lead teams or lead staffs, um, we have that responsibility to help other people go where they've never been. You know, talk to us a little bit about helping others increase capacity. It's as easy as this. You remind people where they are, but remind them where they could be. And paint a picture of the future. 
that just grips their heart and grips their life to the place that uncomfortable is not an option or comfortable is not an option. Mm -hmm. That if it means they're going to have to be uncomfortable, then they'll do what it takes to move to achieve what God put in them to achieve. So I just remind people, uh, if you're doing what's easy, it's not living by faith. If you're doing what's comfortable, you're not living a risky life. So what areas of your life can you start to stretch that capacity? You know, there was a day that if I wanted to learn a new trade or I wanted to learn a new ability, I had to spend tens of thousands of dollars and go to um, a great college somewhere, leave my home and go off to college. Now I can get it on YouTube for free. There is no excuse to not stretch your capacity, to learn more, to do more. And it's, I talk about it like a pyramid. You know, when we, when we're young, our pyramid's kind of like this. So we're small, but we have these endless options in front of us. I asked somebody one time, I said, how many languages can a baby speak? What is the potential languages that a baby could learn how to speak? Of course, the answer is any of them. Right. Depending on what home that baby is raised in, it could learn any language in the world today. But something happens as we begin to grow, the pyramid gets flipped. Mm. And now we think all of our moments, our great moments or, or opportunities are behind us. Right. And now we're limited. We can only live a small life. And what I want to show people is, no, you know what? Flip the pyramid. Your opportunities are still in front of you. It doesn't matter if you're 20, 60, 80. You've still got something you can do. Don't ever stop learning. Don't stop growing. And don't stop stretching that capacity. I love that. I think it's a great uh, illustration, a great visual of what it feels like. Um, you know, when I, when I think about it, um, I, I would imagine, Pastor Eric, a lot of people maybe get to the end of their life or 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 get to the end of maybe a, of an important chapter, like maybe, you know, leading an organization or pastoring and, and quite often probably look back and think, man, I could have done more or, you know, I could have dreamt bigger, right? You were kind of mentioning, alluding to that a, a little earlier. You know, what would you, what would you say to people that are leading now and today to encourage them not to have, not to say those things at the end of the road, but rather say, man, I, I'm glad I dreamt big. Like, what are the encouragements? What, what, what helps you really begin to live limitless? What, what, what tips do you have for us regarding, man, I, I want to, I don't, I don't want to live just, you know, on, on the ground, my feet on the ground. All the time. I want to, I want to take that flight <laughs> and get my feet up a little bit. What tips do you have for that? Well, you know, I tell the story in the book, actually the chapter, go fly a kite. I talk about when I was a kid, uh, there was this kite that I always wanted. It was this Eagle and it was just a phenomenal kite. You know, you would have to seen it. The, the kite was the wingspan of an Eagle and it just, I could not wait to get outside. And so my mom helped me. We put this kite together and I ran out in the backyard and that eagle lifted off the ground. And I'm telling you, it soared. It was beautiful, majestic as it soared through the sky. And I could feel it tugging on that little kite string. And I just kept pushing the limits. It went higher and higher and higher. And I noticed the higher it got, the greater the pull on that kite string. And finally, the wind got so great that the, the little stick in the back of that eagle that was holding those wings out is snapped. 
And that eagle came falling all the way back down to the ground. I was crushed. You know, I, I just felt like I'll never get to fly this kite again. This was, I was so excited about this. And now my first flight, it's already broke and it's over. My mom said, Eric, bring it inside. She grabbed some glue. She grabbed some duct tape and she began to wrap that broken piece up. And you know what? I took that eagle back out and it soared again. You're going to try some things. It's going to hurt. You're going to try some things and you're going to fail. But the great thing about, and, and again, I'm a pastor. So I always go back to my creator, God. And when I bring it to God, he has the ability to put any dream, any broken thing, he has the ability to put it back together mm -hmm. again. I heard a great story, if I could share it with you. I heard a story of this man, and uh, he had this radio. Now, this is way back in the early years of the radio was a new invention. He was, he was excited about this radio, but something went wrong, and so he took it down to a radio repair shop. And he went inside with it, and the, the man who ran the radio repair shop said, I'm sorry, this radio is broken. There's nothing we can do about it. Well, there was another man that just happened to be standing close. And he said, sir, will you give me an opportunity to look at it? He goes, well, you just, you just heard what the man said. It can't be repaired. He said, well, I'll tell you what, give me a shot. And if I can repair it, you pay me instead. The man said, well, I'm going to throw it away, throw it away anyway. So what do I got to lose? And he put that radio in that man's hand. The man walked out the door. A smile wiped across his face. See, that man that took that radio to repair it was Nikolai Tesla. The radio that was broken was designed and built by Nikolai Tesla. And Nikolai Tesla knew if I made it, I can fix it. And I want to remind everybody out there, when you get to a place that people can't fix it and society can't fix it, you still have another option. You can take it back to the creator. And God can fix what he made the first time. So good. That's so good. Hey, if you're enjoying this on the chat, I want you to put a, a, an emoji of a plane. I don't know if there's a kite emoji. Like, I'm going to fly. This is good stuff. I want to mention something to you, Pastor Eric. Uh, Daphne says, I come out of CityGate wanting to do more. This church encourages me to increase my capacity. Pastor Eric is one, of, is one giant motivator for people wanting to seek God and do more. That's some great insight, some great feedback there. Also, I have a question here. I have a question from uh, The Architects. It says, Pastor Eric spoke about the impact of taking risks. How do you separate being risky from being reckless? I guess, what's the, you wow. know, how do you identify that, that line? That's an excellent question. And of course, everything we do, we seek wisdom. And I certainly don't want to do anything that's reckless. But I think I have a greater, in me, there's, I'm more likely to do something risky than I am reckless, if that makes sense. Um, I'm going to weigh out everything. I'm going to do it prayerfully. I'm going to seek God. I'm going to make sure that it's something that I feel that a direction that God is taking. But the, at the end of the day, you have to take that step of faith and you have to take that risk. Now, I could go through history and there's a lot of things people said was restless, reckless that turned out to be risky and it paid off in a big, big way. Um, so I think you, that's a question that only you can answer. I know I can only answer it for my life and for my leadership is hold on. Is this reckless or is this risky? And I got to do it prayerfully. I got to do it carefully. But at the end of the day, I can't, here's, here's the way I, 
I think through these things. I always ask myself the simple question, what if? Will there come a day in my life where I will look back at that moment and say, what if you would have taken that step of faith? What if you would have taken that risk? Now, maybe it failed. Maybe it didn't work. Well, there's a great book on that called When You Fail, You Learn. You don't fail and lose, you fail and learn. So I can learn from the risks that didn't pay off. And that's going to propel me and encourage me to take the next, next one that could pay off in a big way. Great advice. Great advice. And thank you, the architects, for that question. Um, I have another question here on the Q&A tab, Pastor Eric. Uh, it's, it's from Lim Hazel, tuned in from Nairobi, Kenya. Pastor Eric, what do you think stops us? Because sometimes we know what we should do. We have heard God, but moving to action becomes the challenge. What are your thoughts on that, Pastor Eric? Well, excellent question. And all the way from Kenya, we have a couple families here in our church from Kenya. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. You know, I think it just goes back to that in our minds and in our hearts, we want to play it safe. We want to play it safe. History doesn't record the people that play it safe. History records the people who took the risk. History records the people who took that step of faith. Now, I'm right now, our church is located between Dayton, Ohio, and Cincinnati, Ohio. Now, right outside of Dayton, Ohio, there's an Air Force base, Wright Pat Air Force Base. And that's where some of the first astronauts were, were trained for the first missions into space. That was not playing it safe, that was a risk. And to get in that capsule, and go all the way to say, we're going to go to the moon. And to be the first person to say, I walked on the moon, <laughs> you don't get to say that by playing it safe. And so I think, again, you have to break out of that mold. You have to say, God, if you're telling me to take this step, and you have to, for me, this is for me, I have to know that God's speaking to me. I, I hear that on the inside of me, that voice of peace saying, no, take that step. Um, it wasn't safe for Peter to step out onto the water. That's a risky step. And some people would say, yeah, but Pastor Peter sank in the water. Look, I mean, all the other disciples, they stayed in the boat. They didn't sink. And you, you're right. Peter's the only disciple who can say he sank in the water. But he's also the only disciple who can say he walked on the water. <laughs> so I may fail, but I promise you I'm going to fail living with vision. So good. This is great. Hey, you're getting a lot of love, Pastor Eric, on the chat from a lot of friends. Uh, getting a lot of love from uh, from Josh, from Susan. Daphne found a, a, an emoji kite. That's great. Uh, uh, also, Uncle Rick is, says he's happy. He says, thank you to Avail for hosting this opportunity to promote Pastor Eric and the book Limitless. Hey, this is a great opportunity to mention. We are talking about the new book Limitless by Pastor Eric Petrie. We're going to let you know in a few minutes how you can get this book possibly for free if you're not yet in the uh, Avail Leadership family or for a discounted price. Also, a lot of great things, including the Avail Leadership Journal. Uh, Pastor Eric, this talk, I love this conversation because I think we need to hear this message more about being limitless. Um, there's another title that caught my attention because, just because I, because I think it's important. Uh, tuned by tension. Tuned by tension. The reality is... Um, 
tension is unavoidable in any organization, in any church, uh, in any in any group of people that are looking to go somewhere and do something that's meaningful. Talk to us a little bit about tension. I think the desire for a lot of people is to remove all tension from their life. They want no tension, no tension in my family, no tension in my job, no tension in my future, no tension in my life whatsoever. But that's not healthy. In fact, without tension, your body would just fall apart. Without tension, buildings would just cave in. Without tension, bridges would fail all across the world. Mm -hmm. Tension's a good thing. Stress is a bad thing. See, every building and every bridge has something called a stress load. And what that is, is that's a, a mark that anything past this mark is going to create stress on this object. And anything past that stress load could cause this object to fail. Now, underneath that stress load, it exists as tension. You can't have no tension or again, it would fail. So you have to have some tension in existence there in order for the bridges to work and for our, our buildings to exist. It's the same with our life. It's the same with our dreams. There's got to be some tension. And I thought about this as a, a hammock. I've got a hammock out in my backyard. And, you know, if I put too much stress on it, it'll fail. If I put no stress on it, well, then I'm not even using it. But if I can lay down at it, I can find that sweet spot and I can rest in the tension. What is that hammock? It's being held on two different ends, on two opposing ends, and I'm able to rest in the middle. Think of it like a guitar. As somebody begins to strum a string on a guitar, if it has too little tension, it's flat. So what happens when we don't have any tension in our life? We live a flat life. Mm -hmm. We live a boring, uninteresting, ordinary life. What happens if I crank down on that key and I, I pull the string too tight and now I'm moving into the realm of stress? Well, that string becomes sharp. Yep. And this is what happens when people get under stress. Mm. They become sharp. They become dangerous. And just like if I keep cranking down on that guitar string, eventually it'll snap. And if you've ever played a guitar and seen a string snap, it's a scary thing. Those things go crazy. And so the same thing happens when somebody gets under too much stress. Their life snaps. They become dangerous to themselves. They become dangerous to people that are around them. But if you can find that sweet spot right in the middle, <laughs> then something strikes your life. Again, how do I know if I'm living in good tension? Something has to strike my life. Right. A guitar string can't produce a sound unless something strikes it. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm flat and something strikes me, I make a terrible sound. It's flat. <laughs> if I'm under stress and something strikes me, I could break. I could snap. Mm -hmm. I'm sharp. I'm painful to the people around me. But when I'm in that sweet spot of tension and something strikes my life, I make beautiful music. And so I believe God wants this ex to exist in that sweet spot, not in the area of stress and certainly not the flat life. He wants us to live in that sweet spot of tension. I love it. And you can make good music when everything's in tune. It, it, it flows. It's yes. harmonious. I love that. What a great example. Um, uh, another question came in the chat here. Um, I, Pastor Eric, I know you love the interaction with the people, right? Uh, so we have Very much. Phil Ramono uh, from Botswana. Uh, he says, thank you kindly for the great presentation. He says, on capacity, how can one break growth limitations, especially from leadership and re-engineer a new culture? I guess this is kind of a culture question. And, and um, how can we break growth limitations 
regarding leadership and re-engineer a new culture? Wonderful question and welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. So if I'm here and my vision is to go there, then what I have to do is I have to paint a picture of there for the people that are still here. And I've got to take that journey. My job as a leader is to present vision, to paint a picture of the future that is irresistible. So if, if I'm here and I want to take people there, then what I have to show them is how great there is going yeah. to be, how wonderful there is going to be, how awesome there is going to be. And then I got to remind them why we can't stay here. Guys, if we stay here, the vision's going to stop. If we stay here, the dreams are going to stop. If we stay here, we're going to reach our capacity and we're not going to have any room to, to grow. So my job as a leader is to paint that picture that moves people from here to there. And how do I do that? I remind people how great there is. I remind them why we can't stay here and that it's going to be uncomfortable when we leave here and go to there. Now, if you think about those early moon missions, there is a space between the earth and the moon called the nothing zone. Uh, if you're familiar with the movie Apollo 13 and the tragedy that took place in Apollo 13, that happened in the nothing zone. The nothing zone is the halfway point between the earth and the moon. And that's where visions go to die. That's where dreams go to die. That's where businesses die and churches die is in that nothing zone. You, you challenged people to leave here. You told them how great it was going to be when we get there. But when they got in the middle and all of a sudden the resistance starts hitting their life, now they're not, they're not in their comfort zone anymore. And they're questioning, is, is there even that great? Should we have even left here to go there? But you know what? When you, when you get people out in the nothing zone, you got to remind them, we're at the halfway point. We're as close to there as we are here, so why don't we keep going? Remind them again how great there is going to be. Remind them why you couldn't stay here. Give them that momentum, that vision that keeps them moving forward. And guess what? If you write out the word there, T-H-E-R-E, -E, when you get there, erase the T because that's become your here. God will give you a new there. Every time I get there, it becomes my here, and I got to start dreaming for a new there. And so I think what you do as a leader is you begin to lead people and you, again, you paint the picture of how great there is and you remind the people why they couldn't stay here. <laughs> That's so good. Hey, in the chat, I want you guys to write there, capital T-H-E-E-R-E. -E -E. We want to get there, but I like that. There becomes here. We got to cross out the T once we get there and then there's going to be a new there. Um, here's what I want to do, Pastor Eric. This, this is, I, have, I have a question that I've been kind of holding in my pocket that I want to release to you. But before that, I think this is the time to share the, the uh, link with everybody about how they can get your new book. Thank you, everybody, for showing the their love on the chat. Um, we're going to put the link in right now. Our Avail Leadership team is putting the link in the chat, uh, both here in the Zoom live call chat, also on the Facebook chat. This is the book Limitless by Pastor Eric Petrie, Defy the Ordinary. Now, let me tell you a little bit about today's offer. It's a special offer today. You can click on that link and you can check it out. Some of you today are going to be able to get this book for free. 
okay? Some of you are going to be able to get it at a discounted price. Now, here's this amazing offer. You can get this book for free when all, all you have to do, just sign up for the annual Avail Journal trial subscription. In other words, the Avail Leadership Journal, which we're going to talk a little bit more a little bit later, the Avail Leadership Journal, and uh, Pastor Eric Petrie is, has one of those as well. All you got to do is sign up for the Avail Leadership Journal free trial subscription for one year, and you will get this book for free. Now, if you already have a subscription to the Avail Journal, then you will be able to get this book at a discounted price. Uh, but I encourage everybody to consider one thing. When you click on this link, you're going to see an option to upgrade. Now, what is the upgrade? If you've been with us before, you have an idea. If not, the upgrade is the upgrade bundle. It's a masterclass bundle, and it's going to include not only the book, not only the hardcover book, Limitless Defy the Ordinary by Pastor Eric Petrie. It's also going to include the companion study guide that goes right along with the book, so you can just journal and document and, and write down notes as you're going through the book. But it's also going to include access to the video masterclass. Pastor Eric has recorded and his team has done an amazing job of producing a, a video masterclass that goes along with limitless defy the ordinary. This is a, this is kind of a no-brainer uh, to upgrade to the masterclass bundle because it's so good. We've already been talking here for a while. I'm already pumped. I can't wait to kind of delve in, to go into my uh, study guide and to delve into those masterclass videos. By the way, Pastor Eric, I got a chance to peek at some of the masterclass videos. Awesome job. Amazing job. And it really is a great um, um, compliment to what you wrote about in the book. Did you enjoy? Did you have fun making those videos? We really did. And I think one of the coolest things about it, again, Limitless, if you think about Limitless, where I'm at, um, you know, right down the street from our church, when Neil Armstrong returned from the moon, he moved right down the street from where our church is located. So that that's kind of cool. I, I love, I love uh, anything in the sky. I love space. And that's really Limitless to me. And so we had a great opportunity to go to a, an actual airplane hangar right here in our city and film those videos. And, and it was just, it's so inspiring to challenge people, you know, defy the ordinary. Anybody can stay on the ground, take flight, do something unusual. Yeah, really cool shots on those videos. So everybody, once again, I just mentioned it. If you are not currently uh, uh, on the Avail Journal uh, one-year trial subscription, all you got to do is do that by clicking on the link, go to the trial subscription for a year for Avail, and you're going to get this book for free. Now, if you're already on the Avail Journal subscription, if you're already on that, then you can get the book at a discounted price. But I encourage you to actually upgrade it. It's a no-brainer. You're going to grow. You're going to learn. You're going to be encouraged. Hardcover book, companion study guide, an amazing masterclass videos that go along with it to complement the teaching. Okay? So, Pastor Eric, I want to come back to a question that I've been kind of holding here. It might connect with a question that, that Roy uh, has asked here on the Q&A tab. By the way, if you do have a question for Pastor Eric, you should probably get it in now to see if we might be able to sneak it in here uh, during this live call. So, Pastor Eric, here's my question. Um, you have the responsibility um, you took took over the church that your past your father pastored for I think I think you mentioned forty years, and yes, you basically took you know took the leadership of the church. I know I can imagine that that transition was not an easy thing, not because 
for any other, it's, it's just any transition can be challenging. Um, and I, and I, and I've been there as well. So can you talk a little bit about that journey, the challenges, and also Roy in the Q and a, he wrote a question that says, what has been your greatest challenge for ministry? And I, you know, I don't know, there could be a connection here, maybe not, but can you talk to us a little bit about the challenges of transitioning leadership in a church? So one of the things I found helpful, and I'll explain this, it won't make sense at first, but when you are following somebody that has served in a very tenured position, they've been there for several years, even decades, learn to sing in their key. Mm. That's my biggest advice to you. Learn to sing in their key. So my dad had a, a way of preaching that is very different from my style of preaching. Uh, He had a different delivery than I have. Now, I could have went in and just said, well, my dad's gone. Get used to me. You know, like it or you can leave. I didn't do that. What I did was I found my dad's key. Yeah. And how he paced his messages, how he delivered his messages, even the timing of his messages. I kind of adjusted my delivery to match his. Now, again, this is something I did at first because what I'm doing is I'm taking Uh, the place of a person who has been in people's lives for four decades. Okay. He's, he has dedicated babies. He has married the couples when they got older and, and even preached funerals of the parents and grandparents. He has been an intricate part of their lives. And my goal isn't to come in and just replace him and wipe away his memory. But my goal is to continue that legacy and show how I'm thankful that he gave us a foundation and now we're going to build on that foundation. So I started by singing in his key, mm-hmm. preaching in his key, following just, just his pattern and, and his delivery. And over time, it took me a couple months, I started weaning the people off into my delivery and in, into my way of doing things. And now my dad didn't use a lot of illustrations. I'm a big illustrated preacher. I like having big illustrations on this on the stage. And if you watch my message on flux capacity, we actually had the DeLorean sitting on our stage. <laughs> so I love to make it really visual. That wasn't my dad's style. And so I had to wean people into trusting me that my delivery is going to be a little bit different, but it'll be just as powerful and just as life-changing. I remember... And this really shocked the people. I had this idea. This was when uh, the recession hit. Nobody could take vacations. Nobody had money to take vacations. People were being laid off. And I said, what if, what if we brought vacation to church? And you got to understand, we're a very old school, traditional church. <laughs> and I said, what if we brought vacation to church on Sundays? And we did a series called Summer at the Beach. And we just decorated the whole stage. And it looked like a beach. And it ended up being one of the most pivotal life-changing series we've ever done in the history of our church. In fact, one of the messages I preached was take the limits off. And that was the inspiration for the book, Limitless. So good. So good, Pastor. I want to just show some love to some of our Facebook people. Uh, Milton, I see Emily. Uh, Terrence, uh, he's excited to be here as well. Getting a lot of love on Facebook, getting some love also in the chat here on Zoom. People, uh, Ava from Orangeburg, I am reading the book and enjoying it now. Um, love Thank this, you. Pastor Eric. This is so fun, uh, and it's so great to just get the feedback in here. Uh, we're talking to everybody about Limitless, 
uh, the new book by Pastor Eric Petrie, Limitless, Defy the Ordinary. Defy the Ordinary. We already put the link in the chat, but our team is putting it up again here on Zoom, also on Facebook, of how you can get this book plus the Avail Journal annual subscription for free for one year. And the way you can get it for free, this book, is by just signing up for the Avail annual free trial subscription. It's free. There's not much to talk about there. Now, if you already have the Avail subscription, then you get this book at a discounted price. And I just encourage everybody to consider the Upgrade Bundle. It's a no-brainer. This book is awesome. The Companion Study Guide is going to be a great way to keep it going and, and just jot down what you're learning, what you're, what's flowing as you're praying through it. And then also the Masterclass videos is like the cherry on top of the cake. Uh, uh, Pastor Eric uh, recorded those videos, I think in a hangar. It just looks great. It's so cool. Um, it's limitless. It feels limitless. Uh, I think this is a good word, Pastor Eric, for so many people um, that just need to hear this right now, uh, uh, where, where we would be naturally have an inclination to say, hey, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to stay down. I'm going to keep it, you know, you know it's because, because of the circumstances. No, no, this is an opportunity to rise up and to say, Lord, show me, you know, push me out there. Get a little bit uncomfortable, you know. Dream bigger than than you're used to dreaming. This this is a great time to do that, and so I think it's a perfect time for a book like Limitless. Uh, we're we're kind of getting here to the final stretch, uh, Pastor Eric. But before kind of go into a few final thoughts, um, I wanted I wanted to ask, how can people connect with you? You know, if they want to if they want to just connect with you, hear more from you, whether it's you know social media, you know websites. What's the best places where people can connect with you? The first place I would go is CityGate. That's one word, citygate.tv. And right there, you can find all the information, how to connect with me through Instagram and Facebook and, and Twitter. And all of our messages are archi archived, so you can watch them. And one of the things I love to do is uh, I put my sermon notes with every message. So if you're a pastor and you're just looking for some inspiration, I put all my, the actual notes I preach from, I put them right there. So you can maybe find something, an idea that will get, maybe that one idea will create a series in your church that'll change your church. So I make all of that available. It's all free and you can find it at citygate.tv. So cool. I have a, a comment here in the chat, TLCI India. Thank you so much for such a powerful tool for me. Yeah, these are tools that we're putting in leaders' hands, Pastor Eric. This is this is so cool. You know, um, another question I had for you, because I know that this is at the heart of your church, you know, you have a multi-generational church ministry, you know, and this is kind of the, at the heart and the core of what you guys do. What have you learned about that, about, about being and doing multicultural church, multi-ethnic church? You know, what, what, what's, what's at the core there? What, what have you learned? So I've learned a couple different things. Um, first off, and, and I, I know a lot of people talk about multicultural. Now, this is, this is my opinion on this. I don't want a multicultural church. CityGate is one culture. Now it's made up of different ethnicities. It's made up of uh, different ages. Mm -hmm. Those are multi, but when it comes to the culture, there's gotta be one culture. Every restaurant has its own culture. Every store has its own culture. Your church has its own culture. And if you want it to, if you want it to thrive, not survive, I don't talk about surviving. I talk about thriving. If you want it to thrive, and you've got to clarify that culture. That's your, your why. That's your vision, your mission of, of why God has put you here on planet Earth. And so um, the other thing I've learned is people are just looking for somebody to be authentic. They can get cool anywhere. 
they don't want cool. They want real. Yeah. And so that's what we are here at CityGate. We're just real church for real people, I guess you could say. Uh, we're going to be ourselves. You should too. So we, we want to be authentic. And when people realize that there's no show, when they realize there's no air about what you're doing, yeah. then, they, then they look at you and they go, okay, there's a person I can trust. There's a person I can listen to to speak into my life because they're speaking from a place of vulnerability and authenticity. And so I think that's one of the biggest things we've done here at City Gate Church. And then, and then of course, we just love everybody. You come here, you're going to feel like you're the most important person in the world because that's how we feel. You are. I love this, man. This has been such a great conversation. Just showing a little bit of love to the people on Facebook. Uh, Latasha, Latasha Davis is on. Pastor Latasha, it's great to have you. Uh, Micah, it's great to have you. Uh, Misael and Lorena, great to have you guys. Brandy, uh, great, great to have so many people connected, both on Facebook, on our Zoom as well, different parts of the states, different parts of the world. Uh, we're getting here to the end of our, of our live call today, Pastor Eric, and, and there's a couple of things I want to mention. Number one, um, I want to mention this, and then I'm going to come back to this. I'm going to come back to the book. But the Avail Journal, the Avail Leadership Journal, which I have my copy. Actually, I have my Eric Petrie copy as well. Um, can you can you tell me what you think, Pastor Eric? Because I think this is the Avail Leadership Journal is probably uh, one of the top uh, Christian leadership resources I've seen in this season. And and by the way, in order to get this book for free, if you don't have it yet, you just got to sign up for the free annual subscription to the Avail Journal, and you'll get this for free. Uh, any thoughts about the Avail Journal, Pastor Eric? I think what Avail is doing is, is just really tremendous. I mean, they're bringing some significant voices from around the world together into one place, and they're making it available to everybody, and in many cases, free. That's pretty staggering. So I'm behind them 110%, and I'm just thankful they, they gave me an opportunity to be one of those voices. I love it. I'm holding the latest edition of the Avail Journal, and look who we got. Look who we got here. <laughs> Pastor Eric Petrie has a great, great article, A Room with a View. And uh, just want to let everybody know, the way that you can get Pastor Eric's book, Limitless, for free today is by signing up for a trial annual subscription of the Avail Journal for free today. It's free. You can get it. If you already have the Avail Journal and you're already getting that, you're on that subscription, then you can get this book at a discounted price at the link in the chat. You're going to find that link in the Zoom chat. You're going to find the link also on the Facebook chat. And you're going to find some more opportunities and options there, including upgrading to the Masterclass Bundle, which includes the Companion Study Guide, hardcover book, amazing Masterclass videos that will encourage you to be and go for limitless to defy the ordinary. Hey, um, Pastor Eric, I'd love to get some closing thoughts. Um, you know, we've had a great discussion just kind of talking leadership uh, and specifically talking limitless and, 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 and your yes. heart. Um, what are some thoughts, some just closing thoughts and remarks that you want to leave all the leaders that are going to, uh, that, are, that are watching and listening right now and that will watch and listen to this later on a podcast or, or a YouTube video? What do you want to leave them with? So towards the end of my book, one of my final chapters, and really I wanted to, one of my biggest goals was I wanted to write a book that people would get past the third chapter. I don't know how many books you picked up. You get to chapter three, and for whatever reason, you put it down, don't pick it up again. I wanted to write something that every chapter has purpose to it. Every chapter has meaning to it. And as you move through the book, one of the things, uh, an idea that God gave me was, you know, put the limit at the top of this chapter. This is the limit we're breaking in this chapter. 
And then as you get to the end, there's a prayer for you to pray and speak over your life as, as you go forward from chapter to chapter. Now, one of the chapters is called the seventh wave. And I was out on the water. I'm not a surfer by any means, but I thought I would uh, try my hand at, I think they call it uh, bodyboarding, where you get, you like kind of lay down on the board and you ride the wave. Well, there was two old surfers. They were out further in the water and I was listening to them talk. And I really wanted to key in on what they were saying because they kept saying something about the seventh wave. And one of them said to the other said, okay, how many was that? The other guy said, well, I think that was five. He said, okay, let's get ready. The seventh wave is coming. And I guess it's an old surfer tale that the seventh wave is always the biggest wave. And I actually looked it up and sure enough, science even backs this up that the seventh wave is usually a bigger wave. And I took a cruise one time. I'm sure many of the people watching today have been on a cruise. One of the first things they do is they run you through the emergency drills. If something were to happen, an alarm will sound, you'll come to this area and you're going to put your life vest on and then you're going to run to the lifeboat. Why? Because you're going out in the water and we want you to stay on top of the water. But now surfers, they take a whole different approach to waves. They swim towards the wave. <laughs> they go after the wave. And what's amazing about this is that the same wave that can take some people under is the same wave that can elevate others. And I don't want to go through any season of my life surviving. Mm. I don't believe I'm called to survive. I'm called to thrive. People that are putting the life vests on, people that are saying, oh, if we can only make it through this uh, season, if we can only make it through this year. I heard so many people say, oh, if I can only make it through 2020. <laughs> that wasn't me. You know what I did through 2020? You know what I'm doing in 2021? I'm swimming towards the next big wave. I'm saying, I don't know what the next That's big good. wave is, but I'm not going to survive it. No, this may put other people under, but I'm going to ride it. I'm going to get on top of this wave and what causes other people to go down, I'm going to use it to elevate and go to a whole new level. And so I want to encourage everybody, I, whatever it is, maybe you've been in a survival mode, break that today. Get out of that mindset of thinking that I'm going to survive. If I can only survive this, if I can only survive this season, if I can only survive the next three months, no, get that out of your mind. And you set your mind, no, I'm going to thrive. I'm going to thrive in the face of adversity. I'm going to thrive with every challenge. The bigger the wave, the bigger the opportunity. It may take other people down, but I'm going to let it elevate me. And I'm going to go higher than I've ever been before. So good. And I want to go to the beach. I'm here in South Florida. I think I'm going to the beach this <laughs> afternoon and I'm going to go after the wave. Pastor Rick, thank you so much. I want to mention Ibrahim Badejo said, subscribe to the Avail Journal and also got the book. Thank you for the offer. Uh, Gloria Payton says, loved this. Thank you for making Limitless available. This is awesome. Thank so, you. Uh, as we're closing here, um, if you haven't yet got it, you can get Pastor Eric's new book, Limitless. You can get it for free. All you got to do is subscribe to the one-year annual trial subscription to the Avail Journal, which is not going to disappoint. If you already have the Avail Journal, you can get the book at a discounted price. Go to the link. The link is on the chat right now. Our team is putting it on our chats. Um, and you can also, I think the best option is actually to upgrade to the Masterclass Bundle because you'll get the book, you'll get the study guide, 
the companion study guide, and you'll also get access to the video master class, which you're going to be able to access through your avail portal once you do that. By the way, theartofleadership.com, you can see all the resources from the avail team. Pastor Eric, this has been uh, an exciting talk. I love talking leadership. I love talking growth. I love Limitless. I'm excited to get deeper into the book. I already started reading it. Um, on behalf of the Avail Leadership team, Pastor Eric, we just want to say we thank you uh, and we honor you. We bless you. We pray. We, we bless this this book. We pray that this book would reach so many people and help thank so you. many people and, and and encourage not only leaders but people who who really need to go uh, after a limitless life because we have a limitless God. Uh, so, man, we, we're we're proud of you, brother, and we're thankful for your life. Thank you so much. It's, it's been an honor to be here. Thank you very much. We hope you were challenged by this conversation with Eric Petrie. Remember, you can connect with Eric at ericpetrie.com and at citygate.tv. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com and make sure you claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. As always, I'm Virgil Sierra and thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Leadership Podcast. Podcast.